Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guest, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Rick. Hello. So, we briefly talked about Shape of Water for, like, about things, and it may, the water may have something to do with this next warlord we're talking about in the Conquerors and Warlord Week. Who we're talking about today? Who are we talking about today? Orca. Orca. Orca with a K. Orca with a K. Orca with a K. What do you think Orca is? Well, I almost, I, I want to say I can see this person. I know I've seen, I'm going to go ahead and guess that they are a warlord of Atlantis, an Atlantean one. I want to say that they're blue skinned, like a weird armor, but I think I might just be getting them somehow confused with some Asgardian. You're actually almost nailed it. I did? Yeah, actually. <laughs> Ooh, sweet. Now, well, I mean, he could only do so much. He's a buff dude. Look, <laughs> looks like he's like, okay, do you, okay, so did you, have you watched Adventure Time? Have you watched Adventure Time? No, I have not. Okay, well, well, Jake the dog. Okay, um, yes, I know he, who can, he is, like, morph around okay. like he can like morph and stretch and stuff and one of the things that always makes me cringe a little bit is whenever he turns into a battle suit for jake where it's basically his face like with with uh finn's face like right in the middle mm -hmm. of where his mouth would be that's what i'm thinking it almost looks like uh like a i would almost say like a leech with all like a leech was just like <laughs> yeah it's, it's like his his suit is eating his face. <laughs> yeah, because because he his face is a different skin tone. Yeah, than his the rest of them. So like he's like it looks like he's wearing a wetsuit or he might be wearing a muscle suit. It's it's a wetsuit I would say. Yeah. Well, um guess what his real name is? Boy, it it's it's got to be something Atlantean. Um you're thinking too. You're thinking too hard already. I'm thinking too hard already. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say Phil. No, Phil, orca. 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 Yeah, Orca. So he's just Orca. He's Orca. He's you don't orca. call me Orca. Okay. Yeah. Hi, I'm Orca. You can call me. No, it's it's hi Orca. Just Orca. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, his occupation. He has one of the best occupations. Renegade. Renegade. He's a renegade and a henchman. Um, He's a renegade! He is an exiled uh, citizen of Atlantis. Okay. He's also known by Killer Well. Um, He's single. Uh, hang on, hang on. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's single. So Once I mean, again, <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> so, I mean, ladies, if you, if you want if you want to just uh, slab if you, of grade if you, A if you, blue meat... If you want to put a ring on that finger, you might want to get a hook first. His group affiliation. Renegades? Former warlord. Oh, minion of former warlord. Kang. Krang, I mean. Krang. Krang. Not Kang. As in the Atlantean. Krang. Krang. Not the brain in the jar with no. the arms. 
Krang. <laughs> Wrong franchise. If you want to ta- hear me talk about Krang, listen to my Krang episode. Okay. And he he works in the Atlantic Ocean. Because if he worked in the specific Pacific Ocean, then he would be working around Lumeria, which is the opposite of, Atlantia, of Atlantis. I'm, you know what? You just keep him over on your Atlantic side. I've been over here in the Pacific. I don't want none of your orca over here. All right. Um, he first showed up, and this is gonna. This is probably gonna surprise you. He first showed up at a Submariner comic. What? <laughs> um, Submariner twenty three, the coming of Orca. And there's there's a joke in there. There's a joke <laughs> in there. There's definitely one. There's definitely a joke, and it's also kind of a homoerotic cover, so... It's <laughs> okay, alright, alright, I'm also, gonna look. That was, a uh, That was Submariner 20... 23, yeah. And it came out in March 1970. There's a lot of abs there. There's a lot of abs there. And also Ooh. the riblet muscles. There's rippling, and also there's something else that I think you enjoy. Oh, really great gams? There you go. I brought it in for you. He does have some you. he does have some really good gams. And on like, this cover, and on this cover, you can see him. He was born a member of the race Homo Moranus. Mermanus, I say, not Moranus. <laughs> <laughs> so so is this the same is this the same uh uh, uh clan as Rick Moranus? <laughs> okay. All right, fantastic. He apparently apparently he got the good side of the genes because he's a little bigger than Rick Moranis. <laughs> um he lived who lived in the city of Atlantis. Um mm-hmm. he was great in strength but limited in intellect. I was um, gonna say he doesn't look like the brightest bulb. Yeah. He uh became a soldier uh f- led by warlord Krang and uh when he later posed the rule of Prince Namor Orca retained his loyalty to his commander rather than his sovereignty. Okay. And then he was exiled after the rebellion failed. Krang was just like, yo, human, Dr. Dorcas, make, make this, make this big buff boy buffer. <laughs> Guess what he did? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to guess that he like imbued him with, uh, genes of a killer whale. Wow. You got that immediately. Because you got a Professor Dorcas, who I believe got his PhD from the back of a Cracker Jack box. And also, if you take the D away, his name would be Orcas. Or if you take away the us, he'd just be a dork. Exactly. <laughs> so, really what he is, is he he, he was a uh, Orca written by a radioactive dork. <laughs> Uh, so, so it wasn't even the DNA; it was the electrochemical energy from a fleet of captive killer whales. God, I love comic books <laughs> and, because, uh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And whenever, whenever that happened, he he began like just being a real buff boy. Like he went from being a buff boy to like a buff super boy. buff. Yeah, and uh, he was also he also uh, because he had all that orca power. He's also one of the rare Atlanteans who can breathe in air for a limited amount of time. Nice, nice, nice. Good work if you can get it. 
he was given a belt to wear, which gave him a link to the power transfer machine, which apparently there's just a just a a tank of orcas out there that's just like lend me your power. Well, so let me get this right. This yellow belt that he's got on has got a 4G network downloading capability to upload Orca energy into him to keep him super buff. And there are places that I cannot get my phone to download stuff. And he's got this working underwater. That's a crying shame. We've, we've, we put our money in the wrong place. That's just, that's just not cool. He was um, then Krang and Dorcas pitted Orca. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just gonna, I'm going to snort every time you say Dorcas. I, it's just going to happen. <laughs> um, he he pitted Orca against the uh, and the fleet of Wells against Namor, but Namor managed to thwart them. By the because end of the best, he's Namor. He's Prince bleeping Namor. He's also the best, and if you say otherwise, you're clearly blind, because he's obviously the best. He's the abs of Atlantis, baby. Like, he is the king of multiple kingdoms, and there's there six of them, and they're on his belly. He's the superhero of the Speedo. <laughs> I may have made that one up. No. I mean, you did, because now he wears, like, a shirt that has, like, a real deep V. Deep it shows off v. his. It shows off his abs, so, like, he's still Atlantis. Yes. No. He will yeah, always be King of Atlantis. Atlantis. Um, at the end of the battle, Orca was bar- buried in a avalanche beneath the ocean floor. Sad. Yeah, he was freed months later by the extra-dimensional tyrant Virago, and then attacked Atlantis again with the fleet of whales. <laughs> I just some extra-dimensional guy comes in and says, "I free you." Go and attack Atlantis with these whales. There's got to be more of a story there. There has to be. <laughs> well, he hasn't showed up a lot. When experimental nerve gas polluted the water above Atlantis, he fell into a coma along with the rest of Atlanteans. But with his enhan- enhanced metabolism, with all that orca energy, yep, uh, he was able to wake up and. Smell the fishes. Using using the serpent crown, Hugh Jones, uh, president of Roxxon Oil Company, contacted Orca and okay. summoned him to the surface. He was turned over to Roxxon uh, subsidiary, the Brand Corporation, for treatment, and they cured him of the effects of the nerve gas and made him even buffer. Okay. Roxanne, the evil, the evilest oil company. Since oh, wow, every oil company, every other oil company, the amalgamation of all evil oil companies decided to make a supervillain more strong. Yeah, yep. that checks. Okay. I mean, they also they also just made a bunch of people with vaguely snake like powers for pretty much no reason. Well, so. I mean, come on, supervillains with snake like powers. I mean, that comic book writes itself. Yeah, that was most of Captain America through the 70s, so I mean, yeah. And one half of the G.I. Joe comic book, too. He no longer required the the belt, and... But how um, is he going to hold up his pants? Well, Sorry. I don't know. That I was, don't know that how was, he is. That was a pretty weak joke, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it. Go yeah, ahead. pretty weak, Dean. Also, it thickened his blubber as well, so like he had a little <laughs> extra padding. <laughs> 
So, uh, because of that, he was sent to dis- he was sent to go against the uh, Avengers, and he defeated Thor in combat. What he was defeated? No, he de- was defeated by Thor in combat. Okay, that, sorry, that's, I missed, that's, uh, that's better. That's better. Yeah, and uh, was taken into custody, and he escaped soon after. And it, for some reason, they led him close to the sea, and he fled into it. They're just like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> we had no idea this would be this way. I mean, we put him into a solid steel cage at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, he was going to escape from that. Yeah. We, we put him on the raft, the ocean, <laughs> the ocean. Uh, How did he prison. escape? We had water right there. Like, we put, we put him in the most secure location on Earth, at the middle of the ocean. What could possibly go wrong? Guess how tall he is. Oh, let's go ahead and say he is six foot. No, 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 no. I'm going to take that back. He is going to be five foot uh, 20, inch, 20 inches. So I would like to remind you, he was made three times larger. Oh, Jesus. That's right. Uh, let's go ahead and let's put him at a nine foot. Let's go nine foot. He was at one time eight foot tall, but now he's twenty four foot tall. Okay, was this after the Roxanne treatment? After, after, yeah. All right, then let's go back and talk about how they got even the thought process of we've got him incarcerated. We are going to do what with this twenty foot tall man? I don't know. They they found something out, and then he escaped. Oh, we don't know which way he went. How did you lose a 20-foot whale? Like, well, see, we we brought him to the raft, the ocean prison. And Fair enough. Oh, Fair that's enough. what happened. Okay. Don't need to tell me anything else. Jeez. I think at one point he was shrunk because he did fight for the Heroes for Hire team that was led by Misty Knight. And he fought Colin for Chung. them? He fought for them, yes. Okay. So he, he he did a baby face turn. Yeah. Oh, also, um, do you remember the Axe of Vengeance? Oh, I remember uh, Axe thing? of Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, so he uh fought he fought the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah, that that checks out. Yep. Um, so guess how much he weighs? Keep in mind, he's twenty four twenty four. Alright, so let's just go ahead and tonnage here, I guess. Uh, you're in the right zone yeah let's uh he also has he also is he also like has a ivory whale. blubber too what he's also he's like a whale yeah uh 20 feet tall 20 tons why not you got it right on the dot 20 <laughs> tons <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> so he has black eyes black hair and blue skin he can lift 80 tons on air and he's class 100 uh super strength underwater so he could do 100 tons yeah underwater sure so but on you know what i'm gonna say this Hmm? for his size a little weak yeah probably i mean I mean, he's strong. Don't get me wrong. He's super strong. But for his size, you think he would do even better. He's a bruiser, but I don't think there's any real training or real limited intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. 
So let's get to his powers he has. Because I know you want to know the oh, guy who know. was bitten by a radioactive fleet Orca. of killer whales. Yeah. I think that I think one of his superpowers, I'm gonna take a wild guess here, one of his superpowers is the ability to eat krill. It's not specifically mentioned. There's subtext. That's subtext. Uh he possesses the strength, speed, and stamina. Strength, speed, stamina, and body protection of a killer whale. As well as the ability to communicate with whales. <laughs> I'm just playing out a scene of finding Nemo in my head right now, so just Carry on, carry on. <laughs> oh, you are a orca. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. You're saying. This is the long line of people who have powers from a creature that can also talk to them. Um, the one and, that I reject yet, the and yet, most. And yet Spider-Man can't. S- Scarlet Spider. Well, not Scarlet Spider. Um, yeah, Scarlet Spider can. Yeah, but not Spider-Man. Well, one of the spider people can. I was just saying, okay? It was his clone. He's basically Peter Parker. Basically Peter Parker. <laughs> so, um, did you know the lizard can supposedly talk to lizards? I did not know that one. I hate that. I like that the falcon could talk, just talk to birds. I like that. I don't hate that. <laughs> uh, sure. Fine. Well, See, yeah. no, there's a lot of comedy comes out of it because, like, whenever he was on the uh, Mighty Avengers, when he was Cap, mm-hmm. there was a lot of really great moments where he was just having deep conversations with like pigeons and everyone just thinking he was just crazy. So, I mean, that's pretty good. Hey, if Thor can talk to frogs, Squirrel Girl can talk to squirrels, Falcon can talk to pigeons. All right, just back off, man. Back off. I like it though, Sabi. I don't know why you're attacking me. But no, it, was, it was the people that were attacking him. That's all. He has all the typical adapt uh, adaptations of a sub sea dweller. Okay. So like he can like see blue. I mean green better, so it's easier for him to see underwater. Um, he has gills. He also has you know he can swim fast and whatnot. Yeah, I saw from his picture he has uh, webbed feet, so. Yeah. He's resistant to uh, high pressures. Um, but these have all been augmented, uh, with the exception of his gills, which were buried under masses of protective blubber. Which I feel like would just drown him. Yeah. But. How does that help? Yeah. Also, a thing you didn't see from uh-huh. the picture. He he had a surgically he was surgically given a a dorsal uh, nostril similar oh. to a whale a blowhole yeah I thought you were gonna say he was gonna he was given a, a fin which I'm like I want to see that but he was no, given no he has a blow he has a blowhole on his back I'm gonna let that joke just sail by no 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 I'd like to, I'm gonna let that joke swim away. So, so you were talking about the shape of water earlier. Go on. <laughs> yeah, um, he can breathe in air and de- he can breathe air indefinitely. Um, but if he spends out of his, if he spends a lot of time out of water, it diminishes his strength. He can also remain underwater, so he's actually fully amphibious. All right, um, which is what a lot of Lanteans cannot do. Whenever he goes underwater, his gills become exposed, and the blubber kind of. Re- redistributes itself 
All right. Yeah, he also can withstand the impact of a small exploding anti-take missile without the slightest injury. That is one superpower I wish I had, because let me tell you, the number of days that go by that I get hit with an anti-tank missile, I just I, it would make my life easier. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And he can also, like, deal with, like, extreme heats pretty well. Um, And the way he communicates with Wells is he makes whistling noises. The unique quality of his will noises make his cries particularly compelling to will real Wells. <laughs> Uh, once again i am back into finding nemo and dory is just yep we're done we're talking about orca uh orca we barely knew thee yep and uh dorcas you know his friend Dorcas, (laughs) (laughs) and krang 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 doesn't krang fine it's krang fine whatever krang it's the professor dorcas i'm it's just orcas with a D on it. <laughs> nope, I'm 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 holding out that it's just a dork with us behind it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what do you have to plug? I have our my podcast, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, where we walk through each issue of the most underrated 80s comic book while absorbing alcohol. And I do that with my co-host Jeff, and we come out every other week. Please, please come and listen to us because we are kind of funny and we drink beer and we talk about a comic book that we really, really love. Uh, My name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where we talk about cryptids. So listen to that one. Uh, I also have a Instagram where you can see my little cryptid and my cat with four thumbs. That's at marvelous mooch um if you'd like to see the pictures of the people we are talking about uh just go to hodgepod group on facebook or at alphabet flight on twitter and if you don't mind please share the show and like and review and subscribe you know all that random stuff that everyone tells you to do every day when you're listening to a podcast um it helps a lot yeah Especially when I don't do anything but edit and talk. <laughs> it helps. Um, and uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. May Conchu protect you through all your night's travels. Good night. Good night.